All right, so I'm back from WWDC 19 and really excited to talk to you about Apple's new framework for building UI called SwiftUI. Now, this is going to be a huge topic that you're going to hear a lot about throughout the summer, and um, it's basically going to change everything. Uh, so I am excited to talk about it real quick. I have to apologize real quick because I am a little bit under the weather. Um, but I did want to get this video out so that we can dig into some of these changes and so you can see what Swift UI is all about. So I'm running uh, Catalina here, and uh, you can follow along if you're running Mojave, if you download Xcode 11, but you will not get this live preview thing on the right-hand side. Uh, so just keep that in mind. If you're running Mojave and you want to test this out, download Xcode 11, and then uh, build and run in the simulator, and you'll, you'll be able to see the changes here. So if you are running Catalina, uh, you can have this nice little preview section here in SwiftUI. So let me back up a bit. SwiftUI is a paradigm shift. It's going to be a totally brand new way of writing UIs. Uh, there's no auto layout. There's no view controllers. Uh, and in fact, in, in reality, this is not composed with UIKit, really. This is a cross-platform thing. This works on, on um, iOS, including iPadOS, macOS, uh, tvOS and watchOS. So this is a truly cross-platform paradigm, uh, but it's going to take some time to learn. So you gotta, you're going to have to play around with it. Uh, and so that's what we're going to do today. Uh, it may be a little bit rough, and of course, best practices and things like that are still being figured out, um, but let's just dive in together. So the first thing you'll notice is that you have the struct uh, called content view, and that is uh, type uh, swift view. And this is a protocol whose only requirement is that it has a body. And the body returns some view. We'll get into the some thing later on. It's not really that important. Okay, so I have this text element, and it says hello world. And so if we go over here to the right-hand side, uh, there are two different modes. Right now there is the mode, uh, it's kind of like there's preview mode, and then there's this mode where you click on the but this button and you can actually interact with the view. If you're in this preview mode and you click on stuff, you actually get the frames of your um, elements. And so you can see that I have a text element and that's the only thing that we have in here. And um, it basically shrink wraps to the text content and uh, centers it in its container. So uh, each view has thing modifiers that you can apply to it. So for instance, we can say the font is a large title. Uh, we could set uh, the background color uh, for this by specifying the background modifier and I'll say color.red and that's not very legible so we'll say foreground color dot white and then we're going to want some padding in there so I'll just say dot padding and you can see how the frame expanded but the background color did not fill and that is because the way that we're building up these views this is not necessarily modifying this text instance every time you're doing this it's returning a new view so we have a text uh, element like this and then we call font on it, and it knows how to modify that and return a new instance of a view. And so uh, what we're doing, uh, if we want the background color to be applied with the padding, we need to do that last. So it's sort of like a recipe of how to build your UI. And so now we're given this text element, which has a background color, foreground color, padding, etc. So... Um, this is the basics of how to write Swift UI views. You have the pre preview on the right-hand side, and you have your text element, uh, or rather your code on the left-hand side, and you sort of interact with it. Now, there's other things you can do here 
For instance, I can command click on this surface here, and there's a bunch of different options we have. Um, and if we look at the inspect here, um, actually that is on the wrong element. Let me make sure I do it on the right element. Uh, command click, I have text selected. So I'm gonna click on that and go to inspect. Um, actually, I think that's a little bit buggy. Let me back up a little bit and then we'll command click on this and go to inspect. And now you can see that I've got a bunch of modifiers for text elements. So if you didn't know what you could do on text elements, this might be a way to learn how to do that. So we can change the text here um, and that changed the code as well. So if I click on that, hit inspect, we'll uh, delete that and say we want the, this to be like a black weight font. Um, so you can see that like by changing this, uh, it does change the code on the left-hand side. So we can maybe specify padding on the leading and bottom edges if we wanted to. Um, and so this is one way of interacting with it. Now, I think that it's probably similar to Xcode's uh, test recording uh, for UI tests. It's a way of exploring the API and seeing what's there. Uh, but I think primarily we're going to be writing code straight in here. Uh, so let's go back to what we had before. We're going to say foreground color white, uh, background color red. And um, these two are a little bit different because the first one is specifying foreground color for text. This one is specifying a background element, which happens to take a, an instance of color. Um, and let me put in the padding again before I do the background. Um, you can specify your own padding number, but if you just omit it, it'll use the default padding. And um, so let's say we want to have uh, multiple things. Um, right now, our body has to return a single view. So if we want to have multiple views in here, we're going to have to create some sort of container. And there are uh, containers that we can use. One of them is called VStack. And so I'm just going to indent all of this and put all that stuff inside of a VStack. And then I'm going to say, this is Swift UI. So that is, uh, let's say we'll have a font of title, um, maybe padding on this one also, a background of color dot green, uh, foreground color white. Okay, so you can see here that our V stack, if I click on that, you can see our VStack is, again, it's centered in its container and it wraps its content. Um, if we wanted to, we could put a spacer in between this and it's going to push the content up and to the bottom. So a spacer is basically like a, an ever-expanding uh, element. So you can use spacers to sort of control where things are, are positioned or you know to split things apart. Um, if we want to, we can specify on our stack, um, let's see, if I make this one a little bit longer, this is Swift UI, isn't it neat? So this will demonstrate that right now we're in centered alignment for our vertical stack, right? So the elements inside the V stack are centered. We can um, set the alignment to leading, we'll just get rid of those other arguments. Uh, and that is sort of probably what we want in this case, or, oh, well, maybe it's not, I don't know. Um, you also have trailing, 
And for horizontal stacks, if we wanted these in a horizontal stack, then you have things like bottom, top, and center. So let's say we have top or center like that. So we can wrap things in a horizontal stack or a vertical stack. I'm gonna go back to the vertical stack. Um, now we're using terms like leading and trailing instead of left and right, because if this is in Arabic or some other right to left language, it's automatically gonna flip our UI for us. So that's great. Um, so this is the basics of how to get started with Swift UI. Now um, I will leave you with um, a couple of other goodies on how to, uh, you know, render things because text is, you know, it's interesting. But uh, there are other views that we can take a look at. So let's let's go back to center, and then I want to have a um, let's let's add a couple of things here. One of them I want to add an image, and for images you have named images from the asset catalog. You've got CG images um, so for working with things at a lower level, and you also have system named images. Now system named images are going to come from SF Symbols, and this is an app you can download in the store. Uh, not in the store, I'm sorry. You can download this from the uh, documentation site. So if you just search for SF Symbols, you'll find a link to download this. And this is essentially an icon font that you can use. Um, it provides scalable uh, images that you can use inside your application. So I'm going to use a, um, a circle image here. And um, you can see, if you kind of have to ignore the, uh, the, the frame rectangle that it's occupying right now, uh, because that's why it looks a little bit weird. But if we say that the frame of this is maybe um, a width of 100, and then we say that the image is resizable, Um, and I think I need to put that before I set the frame. Yep, there we go. So one thing to note about images is that the aspect ratio is not respected by default unless you tell it to. So one thing we might need to say is that the aspect ratio for this is one and the content mode I want to fit inside of there. Uh, let's do a build and see what we're missing here. Um, so this is another area where it's a, it's beta software, it's a new framework. Um, I've made a mistake somewhere in here. And um, in the result of that mistake is that we get something like this. It's just really weird. Um, so the best way to figure out what went wrong is to just delete what you did and then try it again, uh, going one step at a time. Um, so I'm going to do a build and make sure we're at a clean state. Uh, click try again and make sure that this is rendering, and it is. Okay, so we want to have an aspect ratio, and notice that this takes, uh, there's three different ones. You can say aspect ratio of a specific size. So if you know the size of the view that it is already, or the image or whatever, then you can pass in the size, or you can pass in a length. Um, so that's what I was trying to do, is pass in a length of one, and a content mode of fit. And again, if I do that, it uh, complains a bit. So let me try out a few things. Looks like this worked. And then say resizable. No, that did not work. Um, if we remove these views from the equation and then say resizable, does it like that? It does. It's curious why it didn't like it when it was there before. Okay, well, all right, so there we have it. We've got an image. Uh, the name is circle, it's resizable. 
Um, let's change the foreground color of this to gray. That looks pretty cool. Uh, let's make it a little bit bigger. So in this case, I'm gonna make the frame 200, but because the aspect ratio is one, it knows to scale them evenly. Now what I'd like to do is lay a star right on top of this. And for that, we have another type, which is Z stack. So now I have a Z stack. And when I add things, they, each thing I add is gonna go on top of the thing before it. So here I'm gonna say image uh, system name star.fill and then I want to make that resizable and that expands to fill all the available space ignoring its aspect ratio so let's give it an aspect ratio of one with a content mode of fit there we go we'll set the frame to be maybe the same frame as the that guy that looks okay and then maybe the foreground color of that maybe is blue. And I think we can do things like set the opacity of an element. Uh, didn't seem to work here, but let me see if I can do it inside of there. No, that did not work. Okay, we're going to ignore opacity for now. Again, a lot of these things we're going to figure out as we go, but it's really nice to be able to play with uh, this new framework and sort of see what's possible. And I haven't even run the application yet. I'm just sort of exploring what's going on with the view, um, you know, adding things in like this. So another really powerful thing is I can take this and I can refactor that, extract it into another view. So we're going to call this a circle star, which is a view and it's got a body, which is some view and just paste this in here. And so now that I have that, I can just say, please render me a circle star right in here. And if I run the automatic preview again, um, sometimes when you're introducing new types, it'll pause the preview so it'll, it won't freak out on you. Um, and, but anyway, this is a great way of sort of composing your view. We'll extract components or composed elements um, you know, and then you can work in isolation. So for instance, if I wanted to work on this one in isolation, I could move that to its own file. So we're gonna do that right now. We're gonna go to a new Swift UI view. I'll call this circle star. And then I'm just gonna paste this in here. And now notice that our preview right here is instantiating a circle star. So whatever shows up on the right hand side here is just gonna be previewing just that thing. And so that allows you to preview this outside the context of everything else. And um, you can see, you know, what we have going on here. Uh, let's say we want the frame of our um, circle, maybe we want it to, to be 180 or something. Uh, that looks a little bit better. Uh, and let's say we want the color of this to be blue also. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. Um, so now that we have this, you know, star image or whatever, uh, we can go back to our content view. Uh, let me move these right next to each other. So our content view now uses that circle star and we can, you know, treat it like um, any other view that Swift comes with. So, um, okay, so that's a quick look at Swift UI. We're gonna dig into this a lot more as we go. 
but I just wanted to sort of give you a tour of some of the primitive views uh, that we are going to be working with.